FlexiGrid is an EU-funded project with the goal of improving the distribution grid operation, making it more flexible, reliable and cost-efficient. To achieve that, the project has developed hardware solutions and can demonstrate eight different use cases to address the most common EU distribution grid problems. Together with Samuel Vicente, coordinator of the project and my guest for this episode, we are going to discuss the context as well as the solutions that FlexiGrid proposes. Welcome to the EU Project Zone, a podcast series from Enlit and Friends focusing on the energy transition and the EU Commission-funded projects that will help us achieve it. My name is Areti Daradimu and I am the host of the EU Project Zone. Hello, Samuel, and thank you very much for being here with me today uh, in the EU Project Zone podcast. Hello, Areti. Thank you very much for, for the invitation and well for being here to present the FlexiGrid project in, on behalf of Thirth Technology Center. So first things first, would you please describe in a few words the FlexiGrid project and its general method- methodology? Yes, well, uh, FlexiGrid project is uh, closely involved with the distribution grid and the development of uh, technology solutions linked with uh, advanced monitoring, control and automation of the network, which help uh, the, the network the network operation to be improved, considering um, uh, smart grids paradigm and scenarios with uh, high penetration of distributed energy resources based on renewable energies. So with this uh, framework, the well, the methodology uh, of the project is, is, is the following: we, we are organized, organized in nine work packages, which allow us covering the the following uh, main steps. So, first of all, we have what we can define a um, baseline of the project with two main steps. First one is the technology solutions requirements definition and and also the demo sites data gathering, modeling, and characterization. Then. The definition of the ICT architecture and common information models, because uh, most of the solutions, as we may probably we will explain later, most of the solutions require the data interchange and information modeling. So this this first phase is quite important. And then we go to the development uh, part of the of the project. No, two two main steps. First of these steps is the technology solutions development itself. We have hardware and software solutions in the project. So we have developed the solutions. More or less in parallel, we have developed uh, the Fuse platform, which is uh, the platform for data sharing between the different uh, field devices and information and some of the algorithms developed. And then the last phase of the project, which is the one in which we are involved now, is the validation and demonstration phase of the solutions in, in the different demo sites and the analysis of the replication and, and scalability of the solutions and uh, exploitation and dissemination strategy of, of the solutions uh, performed. Thank you for this uh, thorough and, and uh, quite interesting uh, explanation on the project. But uh, I would like to ask you now which needs of the EU energy sector it is covering and how. Um, in other words, what new would you say it mm-hmm. brings to the mix? What, what new and innovative uh, solutions? Okay. Uh, well, the project is, is quite focused on addressing the main or some of the main EU challenges related to the energy sustainability. 
As we know, um, Europe's objectives in terms of energy um, present an ambitious scenario for the coming years, which involve a high increase of renewable energy penetration, reduction of emissions, electrification, increasing sustainability and energy efficiency. And what we have the Green Deal, uh, which proposed to achieve um, and textually a pan-European integrated energy system that is low in carbon, secure, reliable, resistant, accessible, cost-efficient, and that supplies all of society and paves the way for a fully carbon-neutral economy by 2050, maintaining and expanding industrial leadership in energy systems during the energy transition. So this framework and this energy transition poses um, multiple challenges for electricity grids, which are relevant actors um, in this framework and also for the project, since they must be able to integrate new generation capacity based on non-manageable resources, combining um, large renewable energy plants with a growing presence of medium and small size distributed renewable generation sources, which inject energy into the medium and low voltage um, distribution networks. And this is a challenge uh, because uh, distribution networks uh, in Europe and uh, globally, mainly they have been uh, originally designed to distribute in a unidirectional way the electricity, which is supplied by large generation plants and based on predictable and manageable generation sources. So this is a change because now um, the grid needs to evolve towards a bidirectional system which uh, must be able to integrate distributed presence of renewable generation, which is mainly variable and connected to medium voltage and low voltage grids. And also in addition, this uh, well, the new paradigm, paradigm includes challenges such as uh, to allow the intelligent recharging of electric vehicles, for example, or facilitate the active participation of the demand no? with this change from consumer to presumer. So this is some of the, the, the challenges that FlexiGrid is covering and well, DSOs, the distribution system operators, are aware of this challenge. Uh, and, and of course, uh, they are also aware that this is an opportunity to manage their network in a more efficient and flexible way. So well, they are facing the operation and planning of their networks with the adoption of these smart grid uh, concepts, which is includes smarter monitoring, smarter grid monitoring, improved uh, measuring, control and automation. So considering all of this uh, scenario, FlexiGrid project works on the development and testing of, of different technology solutions aimed at covering this challenge. So we have nine solutions, four hardware solutions, four software solutions, and, and one platform. So maybe I, I, I guess I, I'm going to describe the, the solution briefly. So regarding the four uh, hardware solutions, uh, we have um, the, what we call in the project the secondary substation of the future, which is a medium voltage, low voltage uh, secondary substation, which includes uh, an advanced uh, automation and, and measurement systems for remote capabilities. And it also includes the development of a new con compact intelligent distribution transformer with uh, automatic uh, load regulation. We also have another solution, which is a new generation of smart meters with, uh, well, with enhanced monitoring uh, capabilities and specifically um, the, the feeder mapping, which is the, the ability to identify the specific line and phase of the low voltage grid where uh, its customer is, is connected. So it helps the DSO to, to, to improve the, the topology, the, know, the knowledge of the topology of the networks. Then we have advanced protection systems, uh, 
this is a solution based on the development of, of, of new algorithms to a new devices for, for the protection of the of the network uh, in presence of a high penetration of renewable uh, energies which change the behavior of the network against uh, faults in the system. So it is a new type of protection. And finally, the last uh, hardware solution is uh, what we call the energy box, which is a multi-purpose uh, gateway for smart grids, with, uh, which has uh, different um, communication protocols and also integrates processing capabilities to implement uh, distributed computing. We are talking about edge computing and uh, IoT. And then we have four hardware, uh, sorry, four software solutions, which is uh, which are uh, algorithms uh, to, to improve the planning and operation of the network. So uh, the first one is a software module for uh, for location and self-healing. So this is these are algorithms for for improve the detection and especially the location of faults in the distribution networks, and then also to provide. Um, recommendations and actions to uh, for the automatic restoration of the energy supply. Then we have another software module for forecasting and uh, improved grid operation. So the, the, these are algorithms uh, to predict uh, power generation, uh, demand, and also the price of electricity, and also to provide again orders to um, operate automatically uh, on network assets, which uh, which can provide the flexibility to the network. Then we have another software module for congestion management, specifically specifically to, to detect and solve um, the scenarios in which um, congestion of demand may, may, may happen, uh, considering um, also uh, market, uh, electric market uh, information. And the last um, software module is um, a virtual thermal energy storage model, which uh, is, 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 is modeling the, the behavior, the thermal behavior of households in order to, to predict which can be the, the flexibility in the demand without um, losing um, comfort and of, of the user. And finally, the ninth solution is uh, the Fuse platform, which I have mentioned before, is, is a, a platform which aims to be an open source platform which allows the integration of the different developed solutions and their communication with uh, field devices. Okay, Samuel, that was a lot of information, uh, uh, a lot of, of nice things you said, and I would like to, to pick them up one at a time, not go a little bit more deeper. First of all, I would like to, to mention that uh, when I was researching the, uh, the project and I saw that the main goal is improving the, the DSOs and making them more flexible, reliable and cost efficient, mm -hmm. my first thought was good luck with that. It is not the easiest uh, of endeavors. But I see here that the solutions that you that you mentioned uh, make sense, especially the IoT related ones. Mm -hmm. uh, so I would like to ask you a little bit. It's a double question. Who is involved in the project in general? You can tell me briefly, but especially for the IoT uh, part, if you can uh, also tell me. Thank you. Okay. Um, yes, well, we have 15 partners representing um, in the project. I think that we have represented the complete energy system value chain. So we have technology centers such as CIRCE, uh, which is also the coordinator of the project from Spain and also links from Italy. We have DSOs, 
distribu distribution system operators. We have Biesgo EDB uh, from Spain, Edina from Italy, and HEP ODS from Croatia. We have um, big companies in this key technology providers such as uh, CTV uh, or Mazabal and Atos from, from Spain. We have also small and medium companies, also technology developers such as Celta from Italy and Hypertech from Greece. We have an aggregator, which is a bird from, also from Greece. We have the owner and operator of one of the demo sites that maybe later we, we will explain, which is IOSA from, from Greece. We have universities such as the University of Cantabria from Spain and the University of Zagreb from Croatia. And we have an association, which is a Cap Energies from France. And well, related to the question about the um, IoT developments, we have uh, at the end IoT is also a quite a holistic uh, world, we can say, because on the one hand, we have the algorithms that we are developing, and finally, the, 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 the field devices which implement these these actions, no? but, uh, which are the results of the algorithm. So, well, in this sense, the, I, I have mentioned previously the energy box, which is this this uh, smart grid um, computing device, which is in this case is, is being developed by CIRCE Technology Center. And, but for example, also the secondary substation of the future, which is uh, developed by Ormazabal, uh, we can say that it includes some of the uh, concepts that we can say IoT and also in the algorithms which um, which are being developed, which finally are implemented through energy box or secondary substation or different field devices. We are involved in the in the algorithms. Links also is developing algorithms related with the, with these uh, concepts uh, and also hypertext and and BERT. So at the end, most of the um, partners are involved with this uh, IoT concept which at the end is quite related with the, the smart grid framework in which we are working. Yeah, absolutely. And so this, this uh, also brings me to my next question, which maybe sounds a little bit redundant because I want to ask you who is, the, who is uh, uh, the target audience of the project. One would assume DSOs. However, with what you've described already, maybe it's a little bit more than just the DSOs, right? Yes, well, of, of course, the SOs are the users uh, of the of the technologies developed. The, we are developing, and also, um, which they, they have to to to, to cope with the, this new scenario that we are talking about. But also, well, also the, the whole audience is is also related with the value chain that I have mentioned before. No, so um, we have either uh, users of the solutions developed in the project but also implementers and integrators according with the exploitation strategy that we are developing. No? Then, of course, DSOs, but also aggregators can also be uh, interested uh, audience of the project, uh, technology companies, um, and also regulators can listen to some of the conclusions and recommendations, especially related to flexibility needs for the, for the network in the scenarios that we are uh, analyzing. Which would you say are the main objectives of the project and the challenges you need to overcome in order to obtain them? Now, I know we already discussed a little bit the challenges mm -hmm. 
uh, and uh, creating a, a more flexible, reliable and cost efficient uh, uh, DSO network is like high in the in the agenda but if you can go a little bit further in and and let me know not only the technical object uh, challenges but also um the challenges that may come from the diversity within europe uh, of mentalities of of uh, uh, levels of progress like for example you mentioned that you have pilots uh, uh, that you have collaborators not pilots in greece in Spain, mm -hmm. uh, all over uh, Europe. What are the differences between the countries and the challenges that they bring? Okay. Um, well, if you want, first of all, I, I explain the objective uh, of the projects and well, the, the general objective. Um, well, it's related to what you are talking about is to provide solutions which help the distribution grid to be operated. Uh, with security and stability, considering this large share of renewable generation um, sources, especially connected to medium and low voltage uh, network. And here, of course, flexibility and reliability are keywords to describe the aim of, of the hardware and software uh, solutions, which will be demonstrated in four uh, demo sites. And more specifically, the, the general uh, objectives, the general objective is divided in more specific uh, particular objective which which are to improve the power system flexibility and enhance the grid hosting capacity of renewable energy sources mitigate short-term and long-term congestions in the distribution grid to ensure the interoperability and compatibility of the developed solutions um, uh, with different platforms used by the different dso's and also quarantine a proper and secure data management to carry out a demonstration program to obtain reliable results uh, for the replicability of the solutions, to identify and analyze the needs of the distribution grid and also the obstacles to innovation and the well, uh, different uh, the current uh, local and international context and regulation framework. Also to raise awareness among citizens and other relevant stakeholders on of the transition towards the low carbon economy and also to ensure the exploitation of the of the project uh, results, developing business plans and also the dissemination activities. And regarding the challenge, well, of course, technical challenges, uh, well, as you have mentioned, are there and they are intrinsic. Uh, they are related to the intrinsic complexity of uh, innovation. Also, it's a huge challenge, the, the, well, the, vari the variety of communication and platforms of used by the different DSOs, used by the different uh, technology developers and, and platforms that we have to coordinate. It requires uh, hard work of, of coordination. Also, it's a, a, it's a, it's a real challenge to, to, to test technologies in, in real environment, especially considering the critical sector, which is the, the energy supply. No? It's, it's, well, it's, it's not easy to to test in real life new developments. So in this case, well, we have to use um, high technical level laboratories that we are using and also in, in field test, we have to select specific uh, locations where the impact uh, can be uh, lower and what we, we are working in, in this area. So I think that we will be able to fulfill the objectives of the project considering this challenge and also, of course, well, Maybe not not 
so important for the demo pilot, but just for the for the um, well, exploitation of the projects, there are still some challenges uh, related to regulatory aspects, no? especially uh, which involve the the market mechanisms related with the flexibility local flexibility problems. No? But I think that what the, this 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 market questions are under study and under development and probably in the coming years we will have a new scenario regarding this this market situation i would like to ask you a little bit more about rules and regulations because they because they really represent uh, a challenge in europe for everybody even for the regulators themselves but before we go to to that question which will be my final one I would like to ask you to briefly describe the, the pilots, the use cases, uh, and explain their impact or expected in, impact to us. Okay. Um, well, we have four, four demo, demo sites, demo pilots, and in each of them, we are implementing two use cases to, to, to validate and test the, the solutions developed in the project. So the, 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 in four different countries, the first, the first demo take place in, in Spain, in the north of Spain, in rural and peri-urban areas. It is coordinated by EDP, VSGO, the DSO of this area. And we implement two use cases. First one is the, the upgrading of secondary substations, implementing higher um, automation and, and control of the specific area of, of the network and implementing through this secondary substation algorithms for um, um, flexibility uh, and so and also for for, for location and self-healing. And also the second second use case is the, the implementation of protection, new, new protections uh, functions uh, operating with large penetration of renewable energy uh, sources in the distribution grid. The second demo site is uh, in, in Greece, in the Thassos Island. Uh, it is coordinated by, by BERT and it takes place in a, in a green um, sustainable uh, hotel, a green resort, in where uh, this water generation, in this case PV, PV panels are in, in installed, also uh, storage systems and also manageable loads. So the, the two use cases on the one hand, the holistic energy system uh, optimization for commercial and residential customers. So here we implement these algorithms for um, for also for flexibility, for demand forecasting, for generation forecasting, as, and also for congestion management. Which, in fact, the, the second use case is specifically this uh, microgrid congestion management and peak saving um, uh, what technology implementation. No? The third demo site takes place in, in, in Zagreb, the, the urban area of Zagreb in Croatia, and it, it is coordinated by HEP ODS, the DSO. And the two use cases is, on the one hand, the, the coordination of the distribution network uh, assets and also protection schemes, specifically for an urban, for the medium voltage network of the urban district. And the other use case is the, the virtual energy storage implementation for urban building. This is the, this software solutions that I explained before about the thermal modeling in households. And finally, the for the demo, demo site takes place in, in Italy, in the Sarentino Valley, in the center of South Tyrol. And it is coordinated by Edina, the DSO of, of the area. 
here we are implementing a dispatching platform for hydro generation uh, connected directly to the medium voltage network of the of the valley and the other use case is the the operation of the of the distribution grid of the valley in in island mode because they are connected with a weak connection to the high voltage uh, network so sometimes they have to be operated in, in island mode considering the integration of this um, hydro generation and regarding the impacts, well, here again we go with the holistic concept. So, well, the, the impact of the project, the results from the expected impact of the project results from the combination of the different technologies that we are developing and and the and the and tested in the different use cases. No, so the, the main impact that we expect is you know, on the one hand, improved, uh, an improved stability and flexibility of the network, and also. Uh, a reduction in SIDI and SIFI indexes, which are the indexes used to, to measure the, the continuity of supply, the reliability of the network. A curtailment decrease in renewable energies, thanks to the improvement of the observability and controllability of the network, thanks to the solutions that we are developing. Um, a reduction of the reinforcements and of interconnections and investments in, in, in new infrastructure uh, to maintain the quality and stability of the grid. Again, thank you. Oh, sorry, thanks to the to the to the um, to the developments related with uh, the improved operation and planning of the network with the algorithms developed and on the the, the technology uh, developing the project. Improve to capability. Improve the capability to manage future energy loads, and this is related with the electrification of society and the developments related uh, in the project with the demand and generation forecasting and also the automation and flexibility for the operation of the network. And finally, the final uh, impact, uh, which is also an overarching impact, consequence of the previous one, is a achieve um, a reduction in the CO2 emissions due to the larger penetration of renewable energy uh, sources, in this case mainly distributed energy resources in the, in the networks, uh, which of course uh, will contribute to this uh, sustainability and reductions in CO2 emissions. A lot of info, a lot of info Samuel. Uh, as, I, as I said earlier, my final question is uh, going to touch a little bit uh, on regulations. So I just want you to tell me in a sentence, what, what could the EU Commission do in order to help uh, projects such as FlexiGrid to, to achieve their goals? Well, it's not <laughs> an easy question. Yeah. And, well, and flexibility project is mostly related with technology developments, but of course we are we are and we are analyzing this these uh, recommendations and we will provide some recommendations in one of the final work package of the project which is still under development but i think that um to to for for innovative projects there are concepts such as uh, regulatory sandboxes for example in which the the for the specific uh, area and period of the project um, as a, well, a specific regulations which help to test the concepts the, that are being developed in the project can be applied 
although they are not um, all the same general regulation for as for for the rest of the system. No? So this can be a, a, an option for for next um, EU projects and also well to 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 well to to reinforce the definition of local flexibility markets, which I think well, we know that they are under development under development in the different uh, markets, but. Uh, well, I think that a regulation for for these situations where local flexibility is needed due to the um, well to the large presence of, of distribution generation or in general of renewable generation, if if there are incentives a regulation and regulation to to well to to encourage the the users or the potential flexibility providers to participate in the markets. It will be possible. I think that it's something needed for these new scenarios that we are that we are facing. Excellent, Samuel. Thank you very much for this very interesting conversation. Thank you, uh, Areti, for the opportunity, and well, thank you for uh, Elite for the for the invitation. You've been listening to the EU Project Zone podcast, brought to you by Enlit and Friends. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, and the Enlit Europe website. Just hit subscribe and you can access our other episodes too. I am Areti Daradimu, host of this podcast series, and I thank you for joining us. Mm-hmm.